0: and I'm Elizabeth. We're cousins and best friends. We live right next door to each other. A lot of people think we're twins. Thanks for listening to the Something Epic for Kids podcast. We'll talk about fashion tips, friendship advice, stuff we learned in school, and most of all, the epicest topics we know about. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at somethingepicforkids at gmail.com. Let's get started. We're going to interview one of our best friends, Emily. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. What year were you born? 2007. What's your favorite thing to do? I like, well, watching TV, eating chocolate and reading. <laughs> yeah, she tells me all the time that her favorite food and candy is chocolate. It's <laughs> the best food ever, literally. She wants did a study on chocolate. Unfortunately, listeners, it's true. That's the sad part about it. It's true. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Emily, tell us about one of your favorite books. Well, I really like the Mr. Amancello's Library books by Chris Grabenstein, and I also really like the Harry Potter books. Yay! (laughs) As me, Ainsley, I am a huge fan of Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah, I love Harry Potter, but not as much as Ainsley. I've only watched the movie. I haven't read the books. Emily, what do you like about Mr. Limoncello's library? Well, I just like all the adventure in it, and it's just a really good book. So you like adventure books, because Harry Potter books are also adventurous. Yep. And I also am crazy about Hermione Granger. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you were her for Halloween. Yeah. I was her for Halloween, too. (laughs) Like, almost everybody was there that was Hermione Granger. And then a boy named Nate in her class was uh, Severus Snape. And there were like three Harry Potters. Yeah. And five Hermiones. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't a Hermione. I was a flamingo. Yes, she ne- was. Next time you're going to be a Hermione or a Jane. Nope, I'm going to be a witch. We know Emily, who has been dying to be in our <laughs> podcast, and she <laughs> listens to it a lot. So thank you, Emily, for visiting on our Something Epic for Kids podcast. You're welcome. Now on to our next segment, Nature Nature Justice. Justice! Nature Justice is, for all you new listeners or listeners that haven't yet encountered a Nature Justice segment, this is what Nature Justice is. It's creating justice for nature when people treat it wrong. Litter or animal care, anything else like of that sort. Today's topic is how to adopt a pet foster a pet how to take care of some of an animal that needs you dogs are a good example when you take in a dog of course you need to be sure that you have all of its needs because they aren't just there basically what Elizabeth is saying is you have to have all of its needs and know how to care for your pet for example my dog he was in a puppy mill which is basically a mill where they torture puppies. We rescued him and he's now living a happy life with our family. Make you feel better, Elizabeth? Yeah. Elizabeth, how did you get your dog? He was not rescued, but he was the one left at the breeder where we got him, which is actually right next to a Kokomo Glass Factory. If you'll recall, I did my science fair project at Kokomo Glass, and I had a lot of fun there. So I went to get my puppy, Jojo, right after I had visited Glass Factory in Kokomo, hence the name Kokomo Glass Factory. Taking in a pet means you need to have a lot of responsibility, and so you can't just take in a pet and put it down and expect it not to do anything. You have to be able to take it out, have the food and water supply for each day, and you need to make sure the pet is happy and is living a good life at your house. A way to do that, here are a list of the supplies you need to help your pet have a good life at your house. For a dog, it would be a constant supply of food, enough food that it stays healthy, and water at regular intervals, a leash and a collar, regular interval bathroom breaks. You need to train your dog. That's really important. A cage, a bed, and of course, you have to have toys and then you have to give your pet, most importantly, love. That's what any pet who's been through such a hard time needs. Also, you need medicine, like flea medicine. My puppy takes medicine once every month to keep out worms and fleas, so it's really important that you have that stuff. The medicine is not always optional. Sometimes, for the dog, you need scissors and a brush to groom it. You need and special dog shampoo, clippers. dog toothbrush, clippers, exactly, to clip its fingernails. Uh, nails. And you need correct toothpaste and a toothbrush so that your dog can have clean teeth. And of course, if it misses home, you need to give it love. That's the most important thing. You need to make sure that it's living a good life. It's not only about survival. And I mean, the puppy needs to have fun, right? You have devices and toys that you can play with. Dogs need those things too. And cats and bunnies and hamsters and guinea pigs and fish and frogs. I could go on and on and on. Oh, and horses and, you know, you can I'll stop. stop. Yeah, I'll stop. okay. Now on to cats. Cats need different supplies than dogs. You can't just give them dog food and tell them to live with it and you can't just give them a dog bowl and say live with it you have to give them proper conditioning so that they can Mm -hmm. be the best version of themselves my cat clarina she was rescued from the side of the road literally literally we found her on the side of the road and signed the correct forms to take her in and she has been my cat ever since that is a sad story because cats they need a special environment you would think Cats would adopt it from like tigers and leopards and lions, but they really don't. House cats are different. So here is what a cat needs. A cat needs a collar, it needs food, and normally cats, they're kind of these animals. They just stalk around the house doing their own thing. They don't do anything that you tell them to. They can't be trained like dogs can. Exactly. Another important thing you need for your cat proper grooming and regular vet intervals for cats and unlike dogs you can normally just give them food for the entire day and they'll eat it when they need it every cat needs a toy definitely i don't want to be mean to ainsley because she's her cat but clarina loves me every time i come over she comes over and sits on my lap she does that for everybody she's a lovable cat (laughs) yeah but she loves me After school every day, I go over to Ainsley's house. Well, not anymore, because I have basketball. But anyway, that's not the point. Because your mom's at work. So I go over to Ainsley's house, and I help her with their chores. So usually, I get the job of feeding her cat. And I love it, because Clarina absolutely loves me for it. So she was super skinny when they found her on the side of the road, but now she's super fat. (laughs) Fat cat. And she's never growing out of it. She loves anybody who feeds her, but Elizabeth is special. She just loves Elizabeth. Anyway, on to rabbits. My rabbit was a foster rabbit at a vet, and her name is Virginie, French for Virginia. It's actually supposed to be pronounced Virginie, but we just call her Virginie. Nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody can pronounce French other than her and her mom. (laughs) So, yeah, we just call her Virginie. What Virginie needs is... She needs to be brushed. She has the softest, thickest fur, and she needs it groomed constantly. So you need her, you need a soft bunny brush to keep the hair from going everywhere. When she's shedding, it's especially worse. You need to brush her about every day. You need to take her out of her cage and give her love, and you need to give her a litter box in hay and food in water. And also, you definitely need to clip her nails. Oh, yes. They get super sharp and it is not pleasant. And also... Did you mention a litter box? Yeah, Yeah, they should usually have those in their cages. And they, yeah, like Ainsley said, they should have hay in them. When you let them free, you can let them roam around if they're, like, house-trained. Which, most bunnies aren't. But, I mean, like, her bunnies pooped on me before, so it's not always gonna be true exactly like elizabeth was saying you need a litter box so the setup for virginie's cage is at one end she has her food bowl and one of those watering things that's uh, on the side of the cage where she sucks from it and then you just take off the lid and refill it and then she will like suck from the straw that's on it and at the other end she has her litter box one half of her litter box is covered with hay where she can eat the other half is where she likes to go to the bathroom, so we cover that with shredded newspaper. Once you find out the spot where they like to relieve themselves, you normally should section that spot off with shredded newspaper or paper of any kind so they can tell the difference between the litter box and where they're supposed to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you the disgusting fact about bunnies. No, go ahead. Okay, bunnies eat their own poo. Yeah. She doesn't really care. Moving on. You need to care for your rabbit and take it out of its cage. It cannot be trapped in its cage all day. Yeah, it's bad for the rabbit. Her favorite thing is if you take a Quaker oats roll and cut the bottom off of it. She'll love that so much. So it's like a little tunnel for her. And, Uh of course, you take the lid off so she can go all the way through it. But it's also nice for the bunny Uh uh-huh she loves it in there sometimes we'll put some food at the bottom of it and she'll just wiggle up in there it's perfect for her but if you have any other rabbit with any other needs we'd love to hear you email us about any of these animals and we can definitely give you advice if you have any questions about your animal and what it needs just email us for extra information (laughs) occupations occupations we love to have of course the name kind of speaks for itself but the definition of occupations we've loved to have segment is occupations we love to have Whoa. <laughs> who would have guessed couldn't have thunk it yeah it's just something i say sorry <laughs> okay anyway ainsley what's one of the occupations that you'd like to have hmm a genetic counselor sounds really good It's about calming people down who are in stress about genetics, and like who are in stress about pregnancies and things like that, diseases, Um, uh, it's just something to calm people down and tell people the info on what they're dealing with and try to help them get over it. One of mine is a doctor! I have wanted to be a doctor since I was three years old. I just always thought it was a cool thing to do. Helping people is what I've always wanted to do. When I was three years old, I got a little metal stethoscope that I prized and I used like every day because I thought it was so fun. And so I want to be a neurosurgeon, which is a brain surgeon. I just thought that was always a cool occupation. My great grandfather was a surgeon. I don't know if he was a heart surgeon or something. I don't, I'm not sure, but I was named after him. So I feel very honored if I were to be a doctor. Just to cut in there, she wasn't named after him, but her name was based on his. His name was Eli, her name is Elizabeth, because if her name was Eli, that would just kind of be weird. We have the same middle name too. My middle name was supposed to be after him. My mom named me that because of him. What she's trying to say is she was so prized to be named after him and she wants to follow in his footsteps and she just finds the occupation so cool. Am I right? Exactly. For genetic counseling, I like helping people and I like being a doctor and finding out things. And that occupation includes both. I thought it would be so cool because I've said some things that help my mom when she's trying to get over, well, my brother doesn't exactly, my brother is mentally challenged. My favorite thing to do is help people and make sure they're okay. And I like also discovering new things that nobody else has ever done. I once thought i discovered a new kind of bug and I researched it and I never found a picture of it, ever. But then when I told my mom about it and she looked at it, well, I was wrong. But that just that feeling of discovering something that nobody else has ever discovered really made me feel like I was very important and was a scientist. And I've wanted to become that for such a long time. And I think it's really cool that we both want to help people and in different ways, but still, the same effect yeah like mentally and physically they're different a doctor is a scientist who uses the information he acquires or she to help other people a scientist is somebody who acquires information and uses it to tell doctors so (laughs) i will be bossed around by a scientist me (laughs) i will be bossed around by my younger cousin (laughs) awesome terrible not awesome (laughs) We're going to interview some people who have the occupation that we would like that we would like to have. So she would interview a neurosurgeon, and I would interview a genetic counselor. But we would both be there to interview both of them. Uh-huh. At least we're hoping to. We're not sure if it, wor- it will work out yet, but we love trying to voice what we want and learn about it to know. Yeah, there's a 79% chance that we will be able to do that, or at least that's what my mom said. It's actually 81 now, but we're cool. Oh. Yeah, we're cool. That was too awesome. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of occupational specializations that we'd like to have. So what we're doing now is the sick bed mm. podcast. We are both sick in bed. Me for the fourth day, and her for the second day. Elizabeth can I explain this. We just want to tell you what it's like when both of us are sick. We want to explain our symptoms. Ainsley, you can explain your symptoms first, and then I will, and we'll compare. I'm just going to explain what's happening first. I got sick, and then she got sick, and then her mom and dad are in Washington, D.C. So, Elizabeth's staying at my place, and we're having a lot of fun together while we're sick. Well, my head hurts, my stomach hurts, my chest hurts, my legs hurt, and I think it's the same for Ainsley. Ditto. Yeah, and by the way, ditto means same. Like, same here. (laughs) (laughs) So, anywho, we are having a lot of fun together. This is kind of like the last day where you're sick, where you're trying to recover. And so, we thought it would be fun to do a sick bay podcast while we're trying to recover. Today, since her mom is sick, we were thinking that we could do some work to make her feel a little bit better. So that's exactly what we did. I helped her with a little bit of her homework since I have no more of my own. And it's about the science fair project. And we also cleaned the entire room and we sent her a few pictures of the things we did. So we just hope that made her feel a little better. And if she listens to this, surprise ever since we did all those things for her we uh watched a show and we eventually she came in and told us to do this so So we did and it is fun just so you know we love doing it we love our listeners thank you thank you oh thank you we just wanted to say it was good being sick today well no it wasn't because we were Well, we didn't feel that bad, but we felt kind of... Meh. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening to this segment. There's a segment we haven't done in such a long time, even maybe since we were seven. Friendship advice! Yep, so so we're going to do that again. Ainsley, why don't you explain what that is? Friendship advice, well, the title is... Self-explanatory. Friendship advice, we give friendship advice. This recording time, we're going to discuss what it's like to have a friend get in the way of somebody you really like. We know a lot about this because we've had it happen to us in third grade. In second grade, Elizabeth, one of her other friends and I, we were best buddies and then, when third grade came along, there was somebody who kind of got in the way of it, and, well, that person wasn't nice about it either. That person, we're not specifying the gender, we're just gonna call the person it, if that's all right with you guys. What happened was, I wanted to get acquainted with that person because it seemed kind of lost, and then it, acted very rude to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, how about you explain this part? It's from your perspective. Well, it kind of forced me into doing things. I kind of just followed it around the whole time, doing whatever, because I felt like it was the boss of me. And so it really was hard, and it got me in trouble so many times. So what Elizabeth's trying to say is that it was the boss of Elizabeth, and it was not nice. I suppose this part is probably, from my view, Elizabeth was the only friend I had in that grade. And so I had no friends for a good part of third grade, all because of that one person. And so then I found a group of friends that were nice and funny and I really fit in with, and they are still my best friends now, which is great. Yeah, so in a way, I kind of thank the person not for all the bad deeds it did but for the ones that helped me get united with my friends i have now and a lot of other friends have erupted from that friend group for instance we have loose connections with other students right now and so those have turned into my best friends too elizabeth how about you you explain that how you got over the situation i was actually kind of glad when it left so i could finally get off my shoulders and that's just kind of how we parted i was at a house once it wasn't too bad There were times when Elizabeth considered that person her best friend, and then that person did something horrible to her, totally horrible, and she would be on my side thinking that that person was horrible. And then that person would take over her brain again, and it was not Elizabeth's fault at all. But if you have any friendship problems, please send them in. If you don't want to share them out on the podcast, just tell us that and we hope that any friendship problems you may have or may not have are resolved quickly and non-hurtfully. So if you want to ask us how we could maybe help, then please feel free to email us. We do not have to read this out on the podcast if you want. This is personal to you. (laughs) But I hope that you and your friend are bonded very closely together. Just please, if you don't want it to be on our podcast, put a note because we, we understand. We would always understand. But since this podcast is very sentimental, let's wrap it up with a great ending. Yay of the day! Okay, Ainsley, why don't you go first? What's your yay of the day? Wait, first we have to explain it. Oh yeah, can't let listeners go on without even knowing what we're doing. I mean, yeah, where's the fun in that? all of you new listeners. Yay of the day is where we discuss what we liked this day and what we had fun with. Ainsley, what's your yay of the day? So I wouldn't say going to the dentist's office today was my yay of the day, but the fact that I didn't have any cavities was. Yeah, that must be nice because I've never had any cavities before and I'm lucky I'm keeping that streak. I mean, sometimes I don't even brush my teeth at night, so you know. (laughs) Fine. My Yay of the Day is that I was able to sleep on my giant beanbag chair last night. It is so huge, probably bigger than any beanbag chair you've ever seen. No joke. All of you new listeners, that is what Yay of the Day is. I hope you enjoyed this segment. Time to move to the next one, which is... Wine of the Week! All of you new listeners, Wine of the Week is something that we do every episode. Same as Yay of the Day. Except with the week. Elizabeth, I'm gonna let you explain one of the week. Well, sometimes you have bad moments, sometimes you have good ones. So we like to share something that we are not pleased about or did not come through for us the way we'd hope about this week. Say your mom yelled at you for eating dead fish, which probably won't happen. Let's just hope it doesn't. Please don't let it happen. Seriously. Ainsley, what's your wine of the week? Hmm. My one of the week is probably the same thing as my yay of the day was. Because my yay of the day was going to the dentist's office and realizing I didn't have any cavities. My one of the week is having to go to the dentist's office today and the orthodontist's office tomorrow to get my braces tightened. Ugh. Oh, speaking of which, I got braces about ten weeks ago. Yeah, I just got my teeth pulled, so. Anyway... My wine of the week is the night before last night. I was having a nice sleep, I had been asleep for about half an hour, and then I woke up because my sibling was puking all over the bathroom, and I couldn't even use that bathroom. It got on every surface. Okay, Unless now best, I'm just making- Okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. I hope do. you guys have a great rest of your day. Remember the competition, if you send us an email, your name will get, go into a hat, and if you're, it's pulled out of the hat, randomly then you get a free something epic for kids t-shirt color of your choice have a great week and see you guys later bye bye and Elizabeth.